This is the Firearms Trainers Podcast, Season 2, Episode 11, published on November 15th, 2021. I'm your host, Rob Beckman, and our topic today will be marketing to grow your brand. Podcast is part of the ConcealedCarry.com network, brought to you by XS Sites, the best sites made in the USA. This episode is also brought to you by our friends, the FTA, the Firearms Trainers Association. Visit their website, ftaprotect.com, to learn more about their instructor coverage offer and their competitive pricing. Receive a special 10% off on your policy by entering promo code FTP10 at checkout. This episode is brought to you by NAG Tactical. As instructors, our students are always asking us what gear we use. I always tell them I use NAG Tactical. Do you know that NAG Tactical offers several designs, each with extreme comfort for all-day carry? The Revenant and Professional holsters have a patented tuckable design, adjustable cant, and secure twist release. My personal favorite is the KO-1. It is an all-Kydex appendix holster that I can carry all day in comfort. All of N8's holsters come with a two-week try guarantee and a lifetime warranty even on the clip. Remember to check out their Flex Mag Carrier also. It has a three-layer comfort backer and will accommodate several sizes of the magazines. Shop at n8tactical.com to find your next holster. That's the letter N, the number eight, tactical.com. We bring you this podcast support in the industry the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy into making gun owners more knowledgeable. Today, we're joined by Scott Jelinski from Modern Samurai Project. Welcome, Scott. Thanks for coming on the show. Ah, my pleasure being here. Glad to be back. Yeah. For those people that uh, may not have listened to episode 93, season one, can you give uh, our listeners a little bit of your background on what you do? Sure. Um, my name is Scott Jelinski. I am the chief instructor and uh co-owner with my wife, Beverly Jelinski of Modern Samurai Project. Uh, we focus on the uh, core competencies of the red dot pistol and appendix uh, concealed carry positions um, based out of Northern Virginia, but teach all across the country. Uh, this year, we're teaching just over 100 classes a year. So that's me in a nutshell. That keeps you busy. That's good. Yep. Yep. Hey, I was fortunate enough to get in your uh, instructor class just last month. I've uh, been mm -hmm. trying to get in that for a while. So I was very fortunate to get one that was uh, right, right here in Cincinnati. But yeah. one of the things you talked about during the instructor class, it struck me that I thought would be other instructors would really like to. You've got a, I wouldn't say completely different marketing approach, but you got a different marketing approach that I haven't heard before. And I thought that would be really good to expose uh, other instructors about it and how they can maybe up their game when it comes to marketing. Yeah, sure. Um, you'll be going to the whole thing right now and why yeah. I do that and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. um, so people often ask me, it's like, hey, man, you came out of nowhere. You're teaching 100 classes a year for between civilians and local state and federal law enforcement. You're, I mean, it's just you came out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, well, five years is coming out of nowhere. But in relative speaking, for someone who doesn't have an LA or mill background, um, I kind of understand what they're talking about, right? Um, so what I explained to them is uh, basically the marketing strategy, right? Um, and it's it's marketing is almost a dirty word in the firearms industry in that we have so much, for example, let's take training, right? Where does civilian training mostly come from or what's its origination, right? It comes from law enforcement. Law enforcement gets stuff from, their stuff from the military, right? And where does the military mm -hmm. get it from? 
trial and error, right? Trial and error. Uh, but none of those um, fine organizations have any marketing uh, or sales or communications or advertising type of uh, classes. So they get out into the open market and they do it like it's done in the military where people don't have a choice. They're not clients, they're not patrons. Uh, you, they People do what they tell them to do. If not, they are you know, uh, uh, treated accordingly, right? Mm-hmm. And then civilians go to them and then they just start kind of doing the same thing and nobody, you know, and then at the end of the day, Right. Not at the end of the day, but, you know, you have this overwhelming theme that you can't make a lot of money as an instructor, as a firearms instructor. Right. Um, And I'm not going to say it's easy. It's obviously not. It's a lot of hard work. But this industry is no different from other industries. Um, The one difference you can count on, though, is that your clientele, they are they have some expendable income. You don't get into this hobby, this lifestyle and li- living paycheck to paycheck. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right. So you have some disposable in you have some disposable income. Um, and you have to be able to tell those people things. Otherwise they wind up just coming because of some resume or, or something like that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But, uh, the industry has, uh, I don't know. Um, Guys that have been around for a very long time that are doing good work that haven't necessarily been successful to their expectations. uh, It is basically because they have no marketing, no advertising, and they don't even know how to come up with it because that's not what they learned in their former life. And they Mm -hmm. can't understand why people just aren't coming to them. Right. Yep. Um, So go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. And and to add upon that, when you go to certification classes and such to, you know, become a fire instructor, you're taught how to teach a class. You're not taught marketing. You're not talking, you're not taught how to sell your, sell your product. You're taught how to put on a class, which just, you know, it's, it's an endless cycle to where you go along, learn how to put on a class, but then you don't have people coming to your classes, which then goes along. Okay. What's the problem with me and why aren't more people signing up for my class? So, yeah, I right. understand. Yeah. And, and can we really, is that really a, um, is, is that a surprise? I mean, the worst, one of the worst marketers in the firearms industry, God love them is the NRA. Mm-hmm. The NRA doesn't have any idea of what space they fill. Are they the NRA ILA? Are they a sportsman? Are they a hunt hunting? Are they competition? Are they concealed carry? They're all those things and none of those things, right? So you don't wind up getting any of that. Um, you know, this is my two cents. I mean, I, I live 20, 30 minutes away from NRA HQ, and I just wish that they would get it together. <laughs> they, have, they have some challenges on their messaging. That's That's for sure. people aren't really sure where they stand. Yeah. Uh, So part of the thing that we talked about, we had, uh, and I usually do this in my civilian instructor classes, right? Um, Especially when they're a great class like that, where people are very engaged, they're very interested in in, uh, getting better, right? And, you know, the last thing I would want them to do is have all the shooting part done, have the instructing part done, but they don't know how to disseminate their message out there to actually put, uh, you know, uh, butts and seats, you know, 
so I go over that. We had some downtime because it was raining, right? Mm-hmm. And I and I always thought that's I always think that's helpful for civilian instructor classes. So I went over that. Um, basically, what it is, it's the, uh, the the basis is the three M's, and then I come up with a fourth M, uh, giving credit where credit is due. Right. Because I'm big on that. Um, this comes uh, the first time I heard it was from a guy by the name of Guy Kawasaki. Uh, guy made his bones as the uh, chief evangelist for Apple uh, when Apple made their resurgence. Right. Now he's an angel investor. Um, but he had a great, I think it's a TED talk. I'm not quite sure if it's a TED talk or not, but it was actually his thing. And he was talking about people trying to get uh, capital investments from angel investors, right? Now, what he said was, you need to have three things in a PowerPoint, if you're going to do a PowerPoint, no more than 10 slides long, and you need to define uh, define and convince us what is your mission, what is your market, and what is your meaning, okay? Uh, I'm sorry, mantra, right? So let me reiterate that because I, I always, always get um, mission and meaning, right? They're the same thing. So what is your uh, mission? What is your market? And what is your mantra? And then the fourth thing is that that all comp, uh, culminates into what is your magic, okay? Um, so I'll go over those unless you wanted to add something into there. No, go right ahead. Yep, jump in. Go right it. ahead. Uh, okay. Uh, so basically what Guy says, and that I've done this not only in the firearms industry, but I've done it in the mortgage industry as well. Is so the first thing you got to start off with is, I actually start off with market first. What is your market? Who do you want to teach, right? And then you need to ask yourself, are they interesting in being taught by you? All right. So if you're the guy and you just got your pistol instructor certification from the NRA or USCCA or whomever that is, uh, do you want to go and teach Delta? If that's what your uh, aspirations are. You're in for a long, long haul, right? Um, without going to that uh, extreme, uh, absurd of an extreme, um, you know, do you want to teach beginners? Do you want to teach intermediate people? What do you want to teach? Do you just want to teach uh, the core competencies, right? I don't like the word fundamentals because that changes every time you talk to somebody. You know, the core competencies as you see it. Uh, are you are you trying to teach uh, CCW? What are you trying to teach? What gets what you know? What gets your uh, what what gets you moving? Right. For example, I would rather burn my eyebrows off than teach a beginner class. I have zero interest in that, and I know who I am. I don't I don't build cars. I make fast cars faster, right? But that's who I am. Now, I that's not discrediting those people that like yourself that teach beginner classes and stuff like that because you're doing the lord's work man you're inviting them into the lifestyle mm-hmm. and eventually uh you know they may want to seek out you know a uh more performance based class that I go to or they may want to seek a more force on force class or something like that from somebody else you guys are the foundations right you guys are the entry into this lifestyle i want nothing to do with that <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so I understand myself. The worst thing you can do, or the worst experience for a student, is one who goes to the class and you know the instructor is only there because he has to be, right? So don't want any of that. Yeah, you can you can see that right away when you go to a class and they're just going through the motions, right? Because I got so you. 
Yeah. So, uh, and that's not to be skill level. What's my market, right? My market is for your intermediate shooter that is transitioning either from irons to the dot or a person that is already uh, committed to the dot that wants to get to the next level and potentially uh, wants to conceal carry through uh, the AIWB position. That's my market. It's not sexy, but it keeps me focused, right? Like lots of people want me to teach just a regular pistol class. Those people have gone to my class. They want me to do a site agnostic class, right? But to them, I say, look, that's just confusing what I do, right? If if a person, um, for example, let's take you, right? Mm-hmm. If you finally saw that there was an instructor class in Cleves right next to you, and then you went and read the description, you went, oh, this is just a pistol instructor class. It's not a red dot class. Would you still take it? Probably not. Probably not, because that's it not was- what I'm known. I, mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have jumped on it as quickly. Let's put it that way. Ex- exactly right. And I don't want to confuse the. I don't want to confuse the mm-hmm. issue. Right. So that's why I stay uh, in in that lane. Because when I come to town, you know what I'm teaching, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you how many times like uh, people tell me, or even I experience, like, oh my god, this guy's coming to my town. Awesome. What's he teaching? Underwater night vision basket weaving. How? Huh. That sucks, <laughs> right? I'm not interested in that too much. Yeah, basketball maybe yeah. underwater, not so much. <laughs> yeah, with night vision, I don't have that kit, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, being very focused on what I do, I only teach three classes. I teach the red dot fundamentals of performance. I teach the uh, red dot fundamentals of performance instructor and AIWB. Right, that's it. You know what's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and. Uh, and people don't have to guess. They know if I'm coming, they sign up immediately, right? Um, so that's that's my market, right? Red Dot Pistols and AIWB. The next thing is you got to figure out your what's your mission, right? Uh, why are you why are you doing this, right? What makes you get out of bed in the morning when you got to stand on the range for eight to nine hours, right? potentially have to sleep in a hotel room with horrible pillows, forget on a plane, you know, during COVID, oh, what, what, what makes you do this, man? If the answer is money, it's not going to work out because the mm-hmm. money's not going to come for a while. Right. Uh, and even when it does come, you don't have time to think about it because you're so busy teaching classes. Cause that's the only way it comes. Right. Um, so uh, but what is your meaning? What is your mission? Why are you doing this? Right. Um, and my mission surprises some people because I really, my classes are not self-defense classes. Right. But, you know, loosely, right. Because my mission is for me, not for the rest of the world. Right. It's for me and my wife as we run this company, but to paraphrase it, it's basically to, uh, teach the core competencies of the red dot pistol and the, or the superior core competencies of the red dot pistol and AIWB to make people more self-reliant and dangerous. Make, make good people more self-reliant and dangerous. Right. Mm-hmm. And even though it's not a self-defense class, I believe what I am teaching with those two um, methods uh, will help them in any self-defense class. Right. Because right. after the tactics are over, after the strategy is over, Pulling the trigger is all the same, right? It sights, trigger, and grip, right? Um, 
so that's 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 kind of our that's our meaning that's our that's our mission right um now what's our mantra right in, in defining those two other things right uh our mantra is to do this right the mantra is to remind you what your market and your mission is right and to give a uh, quick way for your students to kind of know what you're about, right? Now, it can't be too long, otherwise they won't remember it. And while it doesn't sound like it goes directly to a market meaning, it does to me because that's, or and my wife, Beverly, because that's, we know what it means, right? So our mantra is be good, stay safe, get training, right? And we repeat that to ourselves to remind us of our mission and our market, right? The be good part. While there are incredible people in this industry, the the best people in this industry, they they have no equal in other industries, right? But because the heights of those people can be so high and amazing, uh, the ones that aren't are especially disappointing, right? Um, we are, this industry is about protecting people, right? And we, and you know, fortunately or unfortunately, we do it through violence. So you expect a higher level of caliber of person, right? Mm-hmm. And 98% of the time, that's absolutely spot on. But the 2% are very disappointing. So it's just that constant reminder, no matter how well or how poorly you're doing, no matter how many, how successful, no matter how many government contracts you win, blah, blah, blah. No matter what, the first priority is be a good person. Number one, mm-hmm. be a good person, right? Um, because as you get more and more well-known in this industry or any industry, you're going to have people that don't like what you do. And that's cool. Right. But as long as I hit that checklist, am I doing a good being a good person? Am I trying to be my best to be a fair person and give of myself as much as I can give of myself to my students and provide for my family? If the answer is yes, then, hey, man, that's your choice. But I don't think I did anything to contribute to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next part is stay safe. Right. The stay safe part is the. Uh me alluding to guys, whether or not it's all about doing this fast, doing this sub second, doing this build true to blah, blah, blah. And me teaching you how to do that. The whole goal of this is for us to stay safe, you know? And if the unfortunate event has to come to where you have to rely on your skills through violence to be safe, then stay safe. Right. And then the final one is get training, right? I am delivering my mission uh, to my market through providing what I think is uh, substantial training for those people. But I didn't say get my training. I said get training, which I'm contributing to, but it's also get training from other sources as well. Mm -hmm. And that kind of wraps it all up and solidifies it for me. Uh, The last M is what is your magic? Okay. Uh, And this is the hardest part because a lot of people haven't done enough right? To make other people want to train with them, right? If you just want to do one or two privates or a uh, CCW class, hey man, you knock yourself out, but your magic's the NRA, right? Your magic is that certificate that they can take down to their uh, county uh, clerk 
and get their CCW. Nothing wrong with that. God bless you and the work that and the work those people are doing. But mm-hmm. if you want to go beyond that, you've got to get some accomplishments. You have to have some bona fides uh, uh, down, right? Now, for a long time, the only way you could get bona fides was three ways, right? Military, law enforcement, or NRA certs, right? Um, and especially during, you know, the, our times of, uh, the global war on terror and stuff, that was the only way, uh, that was a great way for a lot of guys, uh, to fill classes and God bless them. The problem with that is that, you know, training civilians, like you train the military where the military is, or LE is a captured audience doesn't translate too well. You know what I mean? Um, and civilians have questions and yada, yada, yada. Right. And civilians don't take kindly to being yelled at and, and, uh, you know, have to run laps or do pushups and things like that in the middle of class because they did something wrong. Right. Right. Or not even if they did something wrong, if they asked a question, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I mean, I've never been yelled at in a class because I did something wrong. I got yelled at because I asked a legitimate question. Right. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't fly. That doesn't fly, you know. Yeah. What I mean, especially in this market where there's so many uh, there's so many choices you can go to for training, right? So, so what is your what is your magic? Well, the first part of your magic is who are you? Be honest about who you are, right? What is your background, right? What is your certifications? Blah blah blah. blah. What have you accomplished, right? And at the end of the day, you say to yourself, "Well, I haven't accomplished anything." Okay, then that's how successful your business is going to be. Right. Um, You know, I always start off the beginning of my classes, what I've done with the red dot pistol. I don't care if the people care or not. Those are why that's my path on how I develop my curriculum. Right. Um, What have you done? Right. Like, for example, you, from what I understand, you have every cert available to man. Every instructor cert, every instructor <laughs> class, right? And people, you know, I don't know if you know, but when people said it's like, dude, that guy has taken everything. You know what I mean? And in a way, that's a bona fides, right? You are a wealth of knowledge and a resource because you have so many experiences. You know, uh, that could be your magic. You know, let me, through all of my training, uh, condense this out for you to make your journey uh, a little more efficient than perhaps somebody else could do. That's magic mm-hmm. right there, right? Uh, what's my magic, right? My magic is I'm going to show you how to not work harder with your pistol, get back to the way your, your body naturally works. I'm going to do it through the uh, lens of the martial arts, especially Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and show you how much easier this can be. And at the end of the day, you're not going to hurt. You're going to be faster. You're going to be more accurate. And you'll have a plan that you can work on your own, right? If you want to talk specifically what you're going to get better at, I can do that too. If you can't do that, then you don't understand what your magic is. And if you don't understand what your magic is, how are people you're trying to get into class, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I had a, uh, I have a very good friend who remain nameless, right? High, high speed dude teaching a class, right? And he's like, well, I don't really like to market. Um, if I do a good job, my students will be will do the marketing for me. And I'm like, check it out, fam. Your students ain't marketers either. <laughs> they don't know what to say, <laughs> right? 
And all you're doing by doing that is saying like, Hey man, uh, I know you want like a gallon of milk. I sell white liquids. And letting you figure out whether that's going to fit, fit you or not. Right. not. right. Meanwhile, you got someone over like me. It's like, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to get more faster and more accurate with the dot. Uh, we're going to help you find the dot on the draw. I'll tell you where it is when you can't find it. And we call and we'll be through that by lunch. And then we get to the more compound things. And guess what? After the class, you're not going to be hurting and tired. And you're going to go, my God, I could shoot another thousand rounds. Mm -hmm. Just with that description, what do you want to come to the class? Because it's so much different from everything else you've ever heard. Right? So, so that's basically the whole wrap up of it. Right? Uh, you know, that worked incredibly in the mortgage industry for me where I was, you know, v, senior VP level and above uh, until I got out of that and started doing this. It's worked in this industry um, uh, very, very well for, again, the short time, five, four years, four or five years I've been doing this. And it's a method to keep me on track. Mm -hmm. And I can, I can definitely, I can tell from your classes when I signed up and how you conduct them, uh, how you put those all into practice. Uh, I can actually go along and say, you know, from being in the class, I felt the magic, you know, that, of how you go <laughs> along and put yeah. them on. Um, you know, I went there not only to get better, take the instructor course, but also, as I said, you know, I've, I've got my own challenges when it comes to vision and I wanted to mm -hmm. go along and really, you know, per, perfect that and have somebody take a look at it and make things, uh, make me as, as the best shooter I can with a, with a red dot. And you came up with not only suggestions on the red dot, but also on my holster and such, which, you know, between Saturday and Sunday made a, made a big difference on what was yes. going on and feel a yeah. lot more comfortable that I'm doing things the right way with the, with the red dot. So that's, um, definitely got a firsthand view on how all that kind of comes together. Yeah. Yep. 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 And, uh, just giving that individual attention because I understand my techniques and, uh, I don't make up stuff. If people, if someone asks me a question, right, for example, like, well, so I'm cross-eyed dominant, but I'm ambidextrous. Do you think I should switch to the other hand? And I'm like, I have no idea. I've not lived that life. I'll tell you what I think you should do if you're cross-eyed dominant, but stick with your dominant hand and go from there. But I'm not going to make up stuff. Too mm -hmm. often as instructors, we think we always have to have the answer. We're all not the only instructor on the face of the earth. And I'm certainly not cross-eyed. I'm not cross-eyed dominant. So if you've got all these things going on, how about we just isolate it, do what I'm telling you to do, and then go find the answer from someone who has the same afflictions as you do. Mm -hmm. right? So. Yeah. Well, one other thing that I thought was really apropos that you did in class was when you go along and talk about targets when mm -hmm. you were shooting at the one inch squares and, yep. you know, when, when people are hitting the squares, but maybe they're, they're breaking the outside lines and things like that, you know, they're hitting the square. So leave it, leave it go, move on and don't try to come up with some kind of, you know, suggestion for them because they're hitting a one inch square. That's that's what the, uh, that's what the goal was. And, you know, not to go along well, you know, maybe you loosen up your grip here or something. I mean, they were supposed to hit a one inch square and just move on with it. And, um, I, I took that away because I've been in other, other classes before where people were trying to get you, you know, on that last half inch to be right in the center. And, um, you know, that wasn't what the drill was to begin with. So yeah, another it's, it's, great such suggestion. A, it's such a, um, 
counterintuitive strategy with some instructors. And hey, guys, here's the deal. You're an American. You're an instructor. You do what you want. If mm-hmm. you think I'm, you think if you think I'm full of BS, hey, you knock yourself out, right? Uh, that being said, every other business on the face of the earth, if you have a good experience, you're more likely to go back and do that experience again, right? Right. And the purpose of a firearms class is to get better. So if you came to a class and you got better you are more likely to go back to that because there's no way you mastered everything in a two-day class to get better on top of the skills in which you've already uh, succeeded at. But in the firearms industry, we seem to think that berating students, coming up with illogical parameters, um, like line breaks, right? Guys, Mm -hmm. can we stop talking about line breaks? Right. I said that in the class. Right. So, hey, line breaks count, guys. You know why mm-hmm. line breaks count? Because if I line breaks your aorta, it would really still suck. Yep. Right. If I line breaks your orbital socket, you'd still be in a world of hurt. So if the instructor wants a higher sense of accuracy, pick a smaller target. Mm-hmm. Right. When right. we were going through, you know, my my 80, 20, 80, 20 draw uh, 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 presentation. In order to make you understand it, we went from center mass to a one-inch square, right? When we did the 90-10, we went from center mass to a three-by-five. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you broke the line or not, right? Because when you miss is where the learning comes in from, not when you've accomplished the parameter of hitting the target, mm-hmm. you know? So, and just to find those things, why, why are you doing things? Right. Even as a shooter, if you're trying to be a craftsman with your pistol, right, you need to know why you do everything. Why do you stand that way? Why are you wearing that belt? Why is your holster canted that way? Why do you why do you put your hand on the gun in front of your body in that position? Why not earlier? Why not later? Why do you can't your head like that? Why are you squatting? Why are you bending over? I'm not saying any of those things are wrong. I'm asking you. Why are you doing that? And if the answer is, I don't know, or that's what I was trained to do, and you don't have a legitimate answer other than because I I was told to do so, you need to rethink that because you're not being a craftsman. You're not being responsible for your own performance. You are subletting it or mortgaging it out to somebody else. And that person is not going to be there when you need those skills, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So that's for the shooter. For the instructor, you have a higher responsibility of knowing why you do everything, right? Why do you teach that? Why are you so obsessed with line breaks? You know, are you doing just to be a jerk? Cause if that's your thing, you knock yourself out, buddy. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But let's see how far that goes along on the, uh, on the training circuit. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially with a number of high level instructors we have out there now. Right. Uh, in, in all for all forms or all disciplines uh, in shooting, especially the pistol. Right. Um, so think about that. Just think about that. You know, got to know why you're doing everything. And if it's truly because you want your stuff to be so hard that the student fails. Know that that doesn't work in any other business mm-hmm. where you're client facing. So why are you doing it? 
Something to think about. Exactly. Well, hey, Scott, great information. Uh, passing on to our instructors. Do you have a book or a, another instructor that you would recommend that instructors should seek out to uh, learn from? Um, let's talk about the instructor first, man. That's hard. I think I can't remember who I mentioned last time, man. But so here's the thing, right? We're going to, who did I mention last time? I think I mentioned Tim Heron last time. Yeah, I think that was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so here's, I'm going to repeat to everybody out there, right? And you're going to think I'm full of hubris or BS or whatever. It is what it is. It's how I feel, right? If you are serious about this self-defense game, if you are serious about your own protection, the protection of the ones that you love, or your law enforcement, right? After you get done with your firearms class, after you get done with your medical class, man, you got to take jujitsu, right? Or take any martial art, whether, but have it be something real, right? Boxing, wrestling, Muay Thai. The easiest one is jujitsu, right? Because the schools are everywhere now. Uh, if you want a taste of that, you need to go take ECQC under Craig Douglas, right? If you can't find a Craig Douglas class, then take a class with uh, Cecil Birch, right? Or Larry Lindemann or Paul Sharp, right? Please introduce yourself to jujitsu, right? Because here's the thing at the bottom end of the law, at the end of the day, we laugh at you mortals that don't do jujitsu, right? And literally, I know you can, you can attest to this. I say it in my class, mm-hmm. I can break your ankle off your leg and stick it in your backside in about 30 seconds, right? If you have no idea what that even means, you need to get to jujitsu right now, right? Um, it will make you a better shooter because all jujitsu is, is the study of efficiency and leverage. And what is shooting a pistol or carbine or anything else? It's the study of efficiency and leverage. That's all it is. So I would implore you to do that. So yeah. So the number one would be um, Craig Douglas and anybody from the ShivWorks gang. Okay. Any good books? Uh, to make it get better? Uh, I'm not sure about that. Uh, what was the latest book that I listened to? Uh, Hicks and Gracie's, uh, breathe. I think it's named breathe. Yeah. Hicks and Gracie's new book. Very interesting about the history of jujitsu and how it developed and how it came to, from Brazil and how it came to America and, uh, from a absolute living legend. So yeah, give that a whirl. Okay. Good. Appreciate that. And where can instructors find more information about what the, uh, Scott Jelinski is doing and the classes you're teaching. Yeah. So I uh, just put in Modern Samurai Project anywhere in Google, right? ModernSamuraiProject.com. Same thing on Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Um, this is uh, this is going to be actually a reference material for because I've never really talked about marketing plans and stuff like that outside of uh, other instructors uh, who have asked me, right? So, uh, uh, you know, I'll be sharing this with people. But as far as like my teaching and stuff like that, you know, um, I give you just enough of the secret sauce to make you want to come to my class. Right. But that's all on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. Uh, uh, has all the schedules, all the swag and, uh, things of that nature. So, yeah. Cool. Very cool. Well, Scott, we definitely appreciate you coming on the podcast again. And, uh, as always, you got a wealth of information there that our instructors can, uh, hopefully dig into and help make their businesses better. Cool, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Yep. Always good talking to you again. Have a good one. Bye. All right, dude. Bye. That's a wrap on this episode. Remember, visit podcast.concealcarry.com to enter for our weekly prize giveaway. Remember, you can't win without entering. Entries do not carry over from week to week.
Remember to check out our website where you can search for various topics from teaching students with handicaps to additional training available to instructors at farmtrainerspodcast.com. If you have any ideas for new episodes, suggestions and guests to have, or feedback, please email me at ftp at concealedcarry.com. Visit our sponsor, especially the Firearms Trainers Association at ftaprotect.com and check out their instructor insurance. Being a responsible instructor means having insurance coverage. Remember to use promo code FTP10 for 10% off at checkout. We bring this podcast support in the industry, the Second Amendment, and most importantly, every firearm instructor in America that dedicates time and energy to making gun owners more knowledgeable. Stay safe, everyone. Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.